And how they didn't really predict the future in the second movie. Yeah. But um, I like how they thought that's what it would be like. Um, I liked all. I liked a lot of stuff about it. But I. That's um, yeah. Uh, a show that I got into during quarantine. But is there something really called a flux capacitor? Uh, I'm not too sure about that. I know it's just sort of like a prop, but yeah. Do you remember when we were at Universal Studios and we saw the DeLorean used in filming Back to the Future? Uh, yes, yes, I do remember that in the Backlog Tour. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I got into during quarantine was watching TV. One of the shows that I watched the whole way through was The Office. Uh, the one thing I really like about The Office was sort of the funniness and how many jokes there were. Not really kid kid friendly, kid appropriate, but for well, more kid friendly than watching like a rated R movie. Yeah, like like Deadpool, perhaps. like Deadpool. Yes, Deadpool is yes definitely um, not fit for television. I mean, it it is shown on TV, but I, I highly I'm edited. Yes, probably highly edited. Um. So yeah. Um. <coughs> I'm also Excuse a big me. Marvel fan. Yeah. Um. How did you get into Marvel? Well, uh, I don't really remember, but I just remember liking Marvel so much. It's it's a it's a great like great universe of characters. You got the Avengers, you got the Fantastic Four, you got the X Men, um, you got even some minor characters like Howard the Duck, who isn't really necessarily a superhero. He's just a duck from a different planet. Well, I mean, I've seen that movie, and and I, I would submit to you that Howard the Duck is a superhero because in yes. the movie, he saves Cleveland from an evil monster. Yes, but but that movie is was uh, written by George Lucas, the guy who made Star Wars, which is another one of my favorite series. Um, I I don't know. I feel like. The star. I feel like the Marvel, the whole, the whole MCU is great. I've seen all the movies. Um, I would say my favorite one. Can we go back to Howard the Duck for a second? I'm sorry. Um, so Howard the Duck was the first collaboration between George Lucas and Stan Lee. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. There were so there were Star Wars comics, really old Star Wars comics there. But were, did Stan? I don't remember. Yeah, did Stan Lee have a cameo in Howard the Duck? N- I'm not too sure, but I do remember that the that the Marvel comics did make some Star Wars, um, th- comics in like I, I don't know what time, but um, so back to the, like the whole MCU thing. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I like how 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 like there's so much like time, time continuity and like the end in the in the last Avengers movie, which is Avengers Endgame. Um, I liked a lot of stuff about it. I thought it was a great movie. I thought the action was great. Um, yeah. Uh, what was your favorite Marvel movie? I don't know that I have a favorite movie. As you know, I have difficulty trying to establish the continuity of the characters in the Mm -hmm. films. Yes, very much. 
that you have a whole different series of characters operating in either parallel or concurrent universes. Yeah. And I've never been able to quite get that. You know, for instance, do the Fantastic Four exist at the same time as, say, Iron Man? Not really. I mean, in like the old cartoons, they did show Doctor Doom, which is the main villain for the Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom and the Silver Surfer are like the two main Fantastic Four villains. I mean, you may not think the Silver Surfer is a bad guy. I've not, yeah. I've not seen the rise of the Silver Surfer, which was the second Fantastic Four movie. I think the first one was amazing. Um, but I mean, in the in the old cartoons, the old kid cartoons in like the late sixties and eighties and stuff, Doctor Doom was in some of the episodes with like different Avengers, like Iron Man. He was in a Spider Man episode. He wasn't a episode of like the of like the twenty sixteen Hulk and the Agents of Smash um, uh, cartoon, but otherwise, I don't really think so. I mean, you say that Deadpool is technically an Avenger, not really. Um, no, I didn't say he was an Avenger. I'm saying he kind of exists concurrently a to little the, bit, of the Avengers, ju- just a little bit. So. Um, yeah, that's really it. Um, now, let's go to the topic about Star Wars. Um, the one thing I like about Star Wars is, is everything. I like all, all things about Star Wars. I like, I like all the characters. I like all the villains, all the bad guys. Um, a lot of people thought that the last Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker, was a little... Yeah, it was a little bit underrated. They thought it sucked. I mean, ding, ding, you uh, think it was terrible? Uh, this is a family show. Please watch your language. That's not a bad word. Continue. Okay, but so there's a difference. Star Wars came out when I was seven years old, long before you were even a glimmer in my eye yes. as your father. So 1977 it came out. It's been on the scene for now uh, 43 years. That's an awful long time. Oh, uh, an, an awful long time. And I don't know how many movies are in the Star Wars there's, let's series see. now. But. Let's see. There's nine. There's, okay, there's, so there's n- nine in like the sort of main series. Now, but, uh, before we continue on, I was really confused because I didn't know this, this, this was an actual thing. I thought it was the other way around. I didn't know that the movies with Luke Skywalker were released and made before the ones with Anakin Skywalker. I feel like it should have been the other way around because then it would have made more sense in the releasing because, like, the way they would have released it better is them releasing the story of Anakin Skywalker because no one knew who Anakin Skywalker was in the movies. In yeah. Like, in, the, in, like, the original trilogy because, like, who's Anakin Skywalker? Because no one knew who that was. Until they released the the like main three sort of first movies with Anakin Skywalker, and um, yeah, I, I and I I just I really like the whole series in general. Um, it, it almost as if that the movies, the production of the nine movies, has gone back and forth in time over this series timeline. Now, so are you saying they're they're, they're time traveling? No, not time traveling, but if you look at the continuity of the films, 
some of the movies were prequels, some of the movies were sequels. So it's always been hard for me to keep track of where we are in time mm-hmm. uh, in the story. You know, uh, yeah. my favorite character in Star Wars is, of course, you know who? Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Um, Jar Jar Binks comes in to play, you know, much later in the series. Yeah, because he was never in the original trilogy with Luke, Han, Leia, and all those characters. Correct. He was Correct. in the trilogy with Anakin, young Anakin, Obi-Wan. And what was the character's name that Liam Neeson played? John Ki Oh, Kim? Uh, I, I'm not too sure. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure... Not Mace Windu, that was played by... No, that was Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Um, I cannot remember, but... Oh, can, no, Count Dooku was played by someone else. I'm not too sure. I don't feel like looking it up on my mobile device. But I, I feel like a lot of good actors got their... I mean, like, the only movie I sort of know Hugh McGregor from, who played... Obi-Wan, I'm sorry, who? Uh... You, Ewan, Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, or from, as they say in England, Ewan. Uh, Ewan McGregor from his Star Wars. Um, there's a lot of good actors. Samuel L. Jackson was in the Star Wars sure movies. He was also played Nick Fury in the Avengers movies, and um, and one thing that I love most about Star Wars is everything. I, I love all the things about it. So would you say that the main difference between Star Wars and Star Trek, which I prefer over Star Wars, that's just a generational thing. Yeah, obviously, because you grew up with both of them. Right. I've always said that Star Trek is science fiction and Star Wars is science fantasy. So, I mean, like, I, I feel like people sort of... I wouldn't necessarily say people get confused... Uh, get Star Wars movies and Star Trek. I mean, like the only the only thing that's different is like Star Star Trek as Trek and not Wars, and it, it's like two different things. Cause do you see people in Star Trek? <coughs> Excuse me. Do you see people in Star Trek using lightsabers or the Force? And do you see people in Star Wars driving? Well, you you nailed it right there. There's no force in Star Trek, which is the fantasy part of Star Wars. Yeah, because obviously but, the force is not a real thing. However, Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry, who's not as prolific as George Lucas with the uh, creativity he has in developing the characters, um, Gene Roddenberry, you know, predicted lots of things for the future. If you watch the show, you know, they had what were called telecommunicators in the 60s. Yeah. So Gene Roddenberry, in many ways, predicted the future by using handheld mobile devices. Mm -hmm. And he also predicted a future where there was no money, there was no poverty, there there was no racial problems, um, and we all lived peacefully together. Yes. Now, Now, so speaking of like, so another one of your favorite movies that I've... That that you've always wanted me and, and my brother to watch is the Blues Brothers. Now, yes. can you please explain why you love the Blues Brothers so much? And I know that it was filmed in Chicago, where you did yeah. grow up. But wh- wh- why have you li- liked it so much? Just give me. So like, you're turning around and interviewing me now, huh? Well, I mean, I'm just asking. 
Uh, the Blues Brothers, I think, is the seminal film of my generation. It came out in 1980 when I was 10 years old. Saturday Night Live was very popular at the time. Um, as you mentioned, it was filmed almost entirely in Chicago mm-hmm. and in the area. I've been to almost every one of the places where the movie was Obviously, filmed. Wrigley Field, because... Right. And perhaps the greatest scene in that movie was... The mall chasing, where they, where they, where they, where the Blues Brothers um, are going, th- are being chased by cops in a mall, which, and I don't even know if that, was that a real mall? Yes, um, it was a real mall, and... What was the name of the mall called? It was called the Dixie Square Mall, and the mall was actually closed when they did the production, and they paid to... Uh, have it kind of reconfigured in a way to do the filming there and the mall sat empty for a longer than it was ever open mm-hmm. and a number of years ago i believe it was finally torn down if you go on yeah. youtube there are a lot of urban explorers who go into abandoned malls and if you look up the dixie square mall you can see some videos of you know now and then what the, the yeah. mall was like in the 70s when it was opened and what it is now. Um, But perhaps the other favorite scene in the movie is the scene where they're in the park and there's a Nazi demonstration going on, Mm -hmm. uh, which again, at the time, um, the famous Nazi uh, intent to march in Skokie, Illinois, near where I grew up, was taking place. And... There's a great scene where the Nazis are on the bridge and Jake and Elwood are fed up with being stuck in traffic. And there's a great line in the movie where John Belushi says, I hate Illinois Nazis. Mm -hmm. So they charge right up to the bridge and push all the Nazis into uh, the river. And that was filmed, I believe, in... I forget the name of the park in Chicago on the southwest side. Uh, but it, the Nazi undertone of the movie comes up a couple of times before the film is over. Well, let's shift gears for a second. Um, you know, you're a freshman at Wyoming High School. Tell me what it's been like to um, go back to high school. Go back to school to start high school. Not only to start high school, but to start high school in the midst of a pandemic. Just by way of context, you yeah. know. I started high school in 1984, and the biggest thing that happened in that year were the Los Angeles Olympics and the television show Jeopardy started. Yeah. Um, Tell me about that, what it's like to start high school in a pandemic. uh, Let's see. Um, One of the biggest things was obviously going back to school. Um, we, we, We still have to wear masks and maintain six feet social distance. Um... You have to keep the mask on at all times, correct? Yeah, except during lunch, obviously, because how else are you going to eat with that with a mask? I mean, you could cut a hole in the mask. Well, that kind yeah. of defeats the purpose. Um, we carry around these barriers, but they break really easily. I feel like they don't really... They're like uh, dividers that you put on your desk, correct? Yeah, so like whenever like you're taking a test, you don't see what... It's like like that. But these are clear, correct? Yeah, and they're clear, but they... like And like the um, clear parts are actually plastic, but it's like not even like, like durable, and they are still serving lunches to us. Um, How's the food at Wyoming High School? The it, it's just a little bit better than than the middle school food. I mean, the middle school was the middle school. It was big. 
Um, the one thing that is that that like I mean, so uh, let's see. We 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 still um, during lunchtime. We there's two people per table outside, mm-hmm. but when you're inside, there's three people per table. You have to sit on a piece of either white tape outside. Or blue tape um, on So you're inside. appropriately distanced from yeah, other students. Yeah, so like it's so the, a person here, empty person, and then on the other side. So it's two people on one side, one person on the other. So it's like, bam, no, bam, bam, yes, bam, yeah. It's, it's two people on one side, one person on the other, and then when you're sitting outside, it's two people... Sitting across from each other. Do the teachers have to use that type of divider you were talking about? Uh, I I don't see them carrying it around with them. So uh, no, they do not, since their desks are farther apart. But but the teachers wear masks, right? Obviously, uh, we are doing all of our work online. Um, I only have one class where I have to zoom in. We we have to zoom in for English class because our English teacher is zooming from home. I just don't understand why we we have to zoom in when when they, I mean she probably wants to see all of our faces, but um, I feel like school is just getting crazier and I can't we're already, I we're we're almost like at the end of September, this week I think it's a this is the last like what three days of September, mm-hmm. and we're already almost in October and it's crazy because we started school in um. In what, like... Mid-August? Mid-August, and it's crazy. Um, I, I want to go back to the to the topic about movies. I, I, oh, you're jumping around well, again. I mean, I mean, it's, it is your... Well, per- one last question. Yes, this is my podcast. Yeah, so same. if you want to ask me questions, you can start your own podcast. You, so my other question with regard to school is, do you see this getting more difficult or more easy as time goes by with regard to planning for the pandemic? I feel like it's getting more difficult to do stuff like do our work online. I was so used to like getting pieces of paper from our teachers sitting next to people like having a full lunch table. Yeah. But now we're not. So that that is the answer to your question. I want to go back to the topic. Okay, go ahead. Sure, please. Um, Another one of my favorite um, superhero movies ever was also filmed in Chicago, The Dark Knight, starring Christian Bale as Batman and Heath Ledger as the best Joker ever. I mean, people... I never saw that Batman. The Dark Knight, I'll have to show it to you. Um, And a lot of people may, may, um, may disagree with me. A lot of people may say that Jack Nicholson was the best Joker. I've not seen any of the Michael Keaton movies with Jack Nicholson as Joker, but I've seen a couple scenes with Jack Nicholson as Joker, and he does look a good Joker. But the one thing that I liked about Heath Ledger's Joker, it w- it was so dark. Um, uh, I there were some good scenes in the movie. I loved the bank robbery scene at the beginning, where the where Joker and his uh, clan robbed the bank. I don't have to see that movie. Yeah, I will probably show it to you. Um, it was like oh, we we I th- I'm pretty sure we drove. There was a scene where Bruce Wayne was driving in his Lamborghini underneath a bridge. I'm pretty sure we drove under uh, one of those bridges, 
And one thing I liked about Heath Ledger's Joker was his voice. The way he did his voice, he... And was really good. Really cool. But in the movie, he has scars. But, like, he didn't actually cut his mouth because that would be dangerous. And just disgusting. So what he did, he puts these things in his mouth, like, right here. Yeah. And every single time, they would always keep falling out. So he, so he like, created this own tick for his character where he did this. He kept on licking the inside of his mouth so they wouldn't fall out. I don't know what they were called. But it made it look, but it made it look like... Kind of like dental implants, maybe? I'm not really sure, but, but it made it look like he actually had scars. And, and he did his own makeup face paint so like his whole face was white you know that that was always interesting the the difference in how the character Mm -hmm. of the joker has been done over time not only in the 60s television show with caesar romero where it was more of a comical appearance yeah and over time it became more and more serious Mm -hmm. almost psycho sociopathic yeah and Jack Nicholson is the Joker for whom I yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, because that was in the Batman movie with in, Michael Keaton. With Michael Keaton in 1989, mm-hmm. um, but it would be interesting to do the comparison. Yeah. And I hear a lot of comparisons as to who's the best Batman, whether it be I mean Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Michael Keaton, or Christian ben Bale. Ben Affleck, thank you. There have been five actors who played... Yes, and, and there's only been um, Mark Ham... And well, I don't... I mean, Mark Hamill never did a live-action Joker, but he did... He was a very... Mark Hamill, as in Luke Skywalker? Yeah, the Mark Hamill voice, did voice the Joker on a cartoon. He was the voice of the Joker in one of the cartoons. He did also voice the, the, the killer doll, Chucky... Um, really? Yeah, in the newest Child's Play movie, but we're not going to go into that. Um, and what another thing I found interesting about Heath Ledger's Joker is that um, I I'm pretty sure he spent I think maybe one or two months in a hotel room straight perfecting his voice, and I and um, I like that. Now uh, about the new Joker movie, I know I'm not allowed to see that because I know it's it's probably the darkest we've ever seen the Joker. And that's the one with Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, yeah, that's the one with Joaquin Phoenix. That's probably the darkest Joker movie in the in the dark that's probably the darkest we've ever seen the Joker. He's literally being bullied on the streets, but like he's also and I'm surprised I know this much about that movie even though I've no, never seen it. I know you will not let me see it, right? I mean, uh, it, yeah, when you're 17. Yeah, you when I'm that it. old. And it's that's like darker than than um uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Now, one more thing about the Heath Ledger... And then movie. I want to move on to cover one more topic before we wrap up in about yeah. four minutes. Um, one more thing about the Heath Ledger Joker. I liked how there was a scene... Because there was a scene in the movie where he was standing on top of the giant pile of cash that he grabbed from... That he that he robbed from so many places. And, and the, they're, they're like... Two lines in the movie that like are really, really iconic. One was why so serious he, because he did have like a troubled backstory where like his father, um gave like, cut his mouth even though that's not really what happened. Yeah, obviously like, put the stuff in his mouth, and his father would, yeah. So, yeah, I I liked and the scene he burns this giant pile of money 
because he thinks just money is like nothing really. And I want to cover something, but we can do that in another. Okay. Well, another. thank you. Uh, I want to talk about one more thing, and it's kind of the 800-pound gorilla in the room. Um, you know, when I look back to being four, 14 years old like you are right now, mm-hmm. I was 14 in 1984. That was 36 years ago. I can't believe and, you remember the date. I'm sorry? I said I can't believe you remember the date you were well, 14. And in 1984, there was also a presidential election going on, and that was the election between Ronald Reagan and uh, former Vice President Walter Mondale. And the world was very different in 1984, obviously. So this year, fast forward 36 years, um, and we have the President Donald Trump running for re-election against Senator Joe Biden. And, you know, you're obviously too young to vote. Yeah. But wait, 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 wait. But uh, I'm just curious to know, without being partisan, you know, what are your thoughts on the election? I mean, I have basically cut down on my consumption of news and social media because I am just sick of all the vitriol and all the hatred that's out there over this election. And, you know, as a 14-year-old, you have a stake in all this. This is going to be your country someday. And I'm just curious to know what you think of the election without... And we do not endorse candidates on this podcast. We yeah. are nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would like to know what your thoughts are. My thoughts are, I don't really have any thoughts. I don't really follow the news um, as much as some people like my dad do. That, um, that would be me. Yeah. Yeah. Obvi- um, I, f- I don't really care too much about the election. I don't really care who wins. I just don't want to have another year like 2020 happen again. Where we lost so many lives, like um, a, well, before we wrap this up, I'm gonna say one thing. Um, I don't. A lot of you guys may know this. This year we lost Chadwick Boseman, who was the actor that played Black Panther, and I didn't. I mean, I kind of. I don't know if you knew this, but like he had what stage like some some. He what, had colorectal cancer. Yeah, for like. He 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 even had it during the filming of Black Panther, and no one knew about it. Except he kept it very quiet. Yeah, he kept it very quiet, and um, I didn't even know about it until like the day he died, and and th- that was very sad for a lot of people. Uh, and I just feel like this year was not the best. It could have been way worse, but at, we're what like three months away from twenty twenty one. 2021 looks like a good year for movies. Hopefully 2021 is better. But let's hope. And um, I think this was... Yeah. Do you have anything else to say before we wrap up? Well, I just want to say that you have uh, been a great guest. Uh, I am trying my hand at podcasting, as you know. And you were great enough to help me get this set up. Uh, it's going to take some episodes to get used to it and the editing and the production. I am not great at all this uh, high-tech stuff. Neither but, am I. Well, but you're more knowledgeable than I am. And yeah. if I'm able to do all this from an app on my iPhone, then I think we'll be great. So uh, yeah. I'm asking those of you who somehow or some way may be listening to this, uh, you know, please give us your feedback. Please give us your ideas, suggestions. Anyone who you think I would be good to interview, 
This will be a 30-minute podcast, uh, hopefully once a week. And uh, we want your feedback and your ideas. Uh, I'm going to stay away from politics. I'm just looking more for human interest. Um, Humor. So humor, comics, baseball, fire trucks, Israel, Judaism. A- anything that my father, Rob, Fe- Rob Festenstein, has any interest in. Um, do you want to sign off with our signature? Well, we got to come up with a signature sign-off, but uh, I just want to say that I've been meaning to do this for a long time, and uh, I enjoy meeting people and talking with them and learning about them and sometimes if i meet people on the street uh, and i'll start a conversation you and your brother will get a little irritated with me but yeah but i mean but we respect whatever you do okay well and i respect what you do so that concludes this first episode of uh, my podcast Uh, thank you all for listening please be in touch that's rob at festenstein.com thank you very much and have a great day